welcome to Powered, Powered by, by Magic, where we discuss topics surrounding magic and common or not so common questions. Let's take this journey together. Hi, I'm Tatiana. And I'm Sylvia. And we're coming to you from Eugene, Oregon. We invite you to conjure up a room and ride with us. This is our Samhain special. Yay! Sylvia, what is Samhain for you? Hmm. Samhain for me is a time of rest and renewal. I really love that. It's rainy and time for hot chocolate, sweaters, and all the things I love. If we're lucky, there's some fog. Yes. Also, remembering those that have gone before, our ancestors and others. There's actually a particular person fairly near and dear to me that I had in middle school that I want to honor this Samhain. She actually died years ago, but um, she had cancer and she was a school counselor. She really believed in me when nobody else really did. So I will be remembering her this year. Other than that, divination, tarot and I Ching is always fun to do at this time. Since the veil is thin, you can talk to the spirits. Mm-hmm. What about you? Samhain for me is the thinning of the veil and it's a time to let go, a time to renew. And for me, I feel a profound connection with the spirits of all sorts. I feel a calling to visit the graves of people from long ago, to honor those who've gone before us and, you know, paving the way and perhaps no longer have anyone remembering them. Mm-hmm. I feel a um, deeper connection with myself and the darkness mm-hmm. that resides within. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of that uh, part. It's just a part that provides me with balance and sometimes such creativity comes mm. from it often, that dark mm-hmm. part. I always kind of liken that to Edgar Allan Poe. I always think, yeah, he was really in touch with his darker side. Mm-hmm. It's a time for me to look for what's going to come from that darkness and then what can be transformed into light. And I celebrate the joy of the new year starting letting my soul dance with the ancestors. I love doing divination as well on Samhain, for sure. I just think that taking that quiet time in the darkness, I guess I, to me, is such a closeness to mystery. And I love that. Mm, That's lovely. Okay, why don't we go ahead and do some correspondences you had looked up for us. Yeah, some color correspondences. These will be very useful in the two activities that we picked out today or that we created. It might be a good idea to write things down or look at the notes if you've got them. And here we go. Red is fire, south, passion confrontation, anger, energy, and power. Orange is strength, work, mental health, confidence, and harvest. Yellow is air, east, thought, inventiveness, self-esteem, and happiness. Green, fairies, wellness, money, fertility, and luck. Blue is water, west, emotion, sea, wisdom, communication, and healing. Violet is inner knowledge, spirituality, dreams, divination. 
Brown, security, animals, grounding, endurance, fruitfulness. White is illumination, purity, freedom, safety, and a great stand-in for when you can't find or get the right color. Black is earth, north, banishing, binding, protection, death, and concealing. Silver is moon, goddess, divination, and psychic awareness. The gold is sun, god, money, prosperity, and power. Now, Sylvia, you have prepared an activity for us. Would you go ahead and explain that? Yeah. We have sigil release magic. The purpose is to release that which we do not need in the new year and to make a new start. You will need a large potato or turnip. Now this is optional. You'll find out here later when I do the instructions. A piece of paper, a ritual knife or a regular knife, a fireproof container, a dish with enough water in it to douse the fire if need be, a stamp pad or a jar of ink with a small plate, or a pen in the associated color. What's a sigil, you might ask? A sigil is simply an inscribed or painted symbol that is considered magical and is representative of the maker's desired outcome. Sigils can be made a number of different ways, but the easiest to explain is this one. Make sure you write out your intention in a short phrase or a couple of words or even one word if it's descriptive enough of what you want and write your exact intention. Erase all the repeat letters and if you still have a lot of letters, try erasing all the vowels as well. Then use the letters that are left to create a sigil. How? Use the shapes of the letters to guide your sigil. Overlap them. Put them backwards, mirror them, change their shape a little, whatever works to create your symbol. That said, if you have a symbol already in mind, by all means use that. Now you can use a potato or turnip and carve a sigil into it, or you can simply draw the sigil on the piece of paper with the correct color ink. After you have your sigil, you'll want to simplify it so that it will be easier to carve into your vegetable if you choose to go that route. This will be a spell of release. Number one, have your intention, a short phrase or word figured out before you start the ritual. Two, make sure you have everything you need with you and then create a circle calling in the elements and God goddess. Three, write your intention on a piece of paper and then create your sigil from it. Four, after you have done that, carve the sigil into the vegetable of choice or skip this if you've decided to go without. Use whatever color of ink adds strength to your intention. Five, stamp or write the sigil into the paper that you've written your intention on. Six, while you wait for the ink to dry, focus on what you're releasing and what active steps you can take to do so. Seven, once the ink is dry or you have finished thinking, whichever comes last, have your fireproof container and water ready. Eight, chant Release this I do, my heart is true. When it has flown, I will have grown. And move your hands over the paper in a counterclockwise circle to raise energy. Nine, once you feel you have raised enough energy, stop the chant, release the energy, and then put your hands on the ground. 10, then over the fireproof container, set the paper alight, release it into the container. As you watch it burn, focus on your intention of release. 11. Close the circle. 
let go of the elements, release the god and goddess, and then clean up. Nice. Yeah. I like that a lot. I don't do a lot of sigil work. I have very little experience, but I do like it. And once we went ahead and did something with sigil work out on the beach a long time ago, Mm -hmm. we drew these huge sigils in the sand and then we took pictures of it and then we let the ocean wash it away. It was really, really lovely. I, I really loved that particular little ritual we did. It was lovely. Okay, we have a second activity for you. I came up with some apple magic activity. The intention here is to encapsulate that which is the beauty of being human and manifest energies towards your goals of the coming year. Ingredients and tools that you're going to need is one large apple of any kind. It represents affairs of love, beauty, and the depth of soul beauty. You'll need one long, very long tapered candle. The color will be based on the intention, representing the strength you want in the new year. So representing strength. And we gave you some color uh, correspondences to maybe help you with this. One small stone or crystal of your choosing for the intention. This will be representing the energy you want to cultivate in the new year. Dragon's blood incense if you can. It enhances the potency of any magic. You'll want a lighter a knife or maybe pumpkin carving tools. I added a small amount of elderberry flowers to enlist the Fae to help. I do put a caveat to that. Be careful. If you're not used to working with them, then I definitely don't recommend it. They are very tricky. They like their riddles and it may make things more complicated. But if you are familiar with them, you may know very well that they can be very helpful. They love to be helpful if you have a good, I don't know, sense of them. Mm -hmm. The spell is a little challenging. You're going to start by cutting your apple in half. We won't be doing this lengthwise like when you do it to eat an apple. You'll be doing it the opposite way to reveal a five-pointed star. The five-pointed star represents all of the elements, spirit, and yourself. The first part of the activity begins with the number of seeds you see once you've cut the apple open. The number of seeds will represent the number of people you will in some way brighten their day in in the coming year. This can be as small as a well-timed compliment or as much as an actual gift. If you cut the apple open and no seeds present themselves immediately, then you're meant to gift yourself in some way in the coming year. This is what happened to me. So Mm -hmm. I cut it open, totally ready to see all sorts of seeds, and I got just you know, they were covered up on both sides. Mm. The seeds were in there, but they just didn't show themselves. Yeah. No. So I have to do something for myself this year. It is magic, so you do need to follow through with it. Mm-hmm. But you have the year to do it. This is going to be the portion that you give out into the world as an offering. Even if it's for yourself, sometimes that is the harder thing to do is... I know I know it will be for me. It's easier for me to give sometimes than to receive. And so it is part of the magic of giving out into the world. The second portion is a little more tricky. It requires a small amount of carving ability. Once the apple is cut, remove the seeds as you cut the shape of a five-pointed star out of the center of both sides of the apple. Here's a tip use the apple's own star to create yours. I found that that just went 
with a much more natural, easy flow. Mm -hmm. When I thought I'd have to really work at it, it was much easier. Mm. Be sure that you carve it deep enough to make space for your ingredients, but not too deep. Set the stone, dragon's blood incense, just a pinch, and flowers or herb, just a pinch, in the middle of one side of the apple star, all the while concentrating on the intention being set, that of the stone and the candle. Example, mine was money in my endeavors, which was a green stone, and the passions of my endeavors to guide me, the red candle. You can also look up stone magic to do correspondences for this. There are many different ways to consider this. This is just one example. Now you're going to want to light the candle and let the wax drip over the stone and ingredients until that half of the apple is full. Set that carefully into the fridge to cool. Then take the other half and fill it with wax as well. You may add ingredients to this half as well, except for a stone. Just Mm -hmm. you only want one stone for this. At this point, you're going to take both halves of the apple and gently carve the apple away from the wax mold. You should then end up with two wax stars. Now we will seal them together by dripping just enough wax onto the center of one or both of the stars and then quickly putting them together before the wax cools. Saying, may this seal my heart's goal, let the goddess see it unfold. So the magic is done. You may gently carve any excess wax off of the mold and then place it on your altar for the year or as long as you feel you need its energies. Any pieces of the apple without wax on it should be given as offering, possibly out in the woods if you can or wherever appropriate. The seeds can be used for future magic. For some good resources on stones and crystal correspondences, I'm going to recommend Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Crystals, Gems, and Metal Magic by Scott Cunningham, The Book of Stones, Who They Are and What They Teach by Robert Simmons and Naisha Asian, and Contributions by Hazel Raven. Those are two books that I think are quite good for this Mm, if you mm want to look at the meanings of the stones. Yeah. Today we decided to do something a little different. We decided to do a rune for Samhain. Today's rune is very appropriate. It is Kanaz, or Ken, which is symbolized by the torch. This is a rune of creation, from the making of babies to the imagining of poems. This includes all acts of conception. However, to create, something must often be deconstructed and transformed. So this means things are going to get a little uncomfortable as it changes, much like going into the darkness of the underworld to the light of a torch lifting the veil. This is a good thing. It will allow you to shape according to your intentions. Samhain is the time of the new year and new beginnings, time to dissolve what no longer serves and forge ahead. This would be uh, an obvious thing, but I just would like to remind people to take extra caution when dealing with flame and knives. Yeah. Please rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you've found us. As always, we have references in our episode notes. I'm Tatiana, saying goodbye for now. And I'm Sylvia, saying so long, and thank you for writing with us. This has been Powered Powered by by Magic. Magic.